Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Fearless Rebel Radio. This is a very special episode. Episodes 24, 25, and 26 are all very special episodes because I'm going to be doing things a little bit differently. These are the Rock Your Body Spotlight Series episodes. So I am going to be sharing three different spotlights with you, three interviews with three very inspiring women who are just like you. I get emails from listeners and readers daily who desperately feel trapped and hopeless because food rules their life and prevents them from being joyful and free. And I know how that feels. I want to share these women's stories with you because they are three very different women who each found their way towards that freedom that you're seeking. It is possible and perhaps you'll hear part of your story in each of these women. I worked with these women in my Rock Your Body online coaching program, and I'm so honored that they wanted to come back to share their inner transformations with you. They are truly amazing and have taken center stage as their own rock stars. As a reminder, my free Rock Your Body class with three free training videos and missions to help you get to the underlying issues of why you're making a big deal over every bite are available now. Go to rockyourbodynow.com to sign up for free and you'll get instant access to the three free training videos and missions. The videos are only like two to three minutes and so it's really not a lot of time and it's free and it's awesome and you get to see me do air guitar and dancing. This will give you a taste of the full nine-week Rock Your Body program, which is going to open up for enrollment on Monday, March 2nd, with the program beginning Monday, March 16th. Go to rockyourbodynow.com and sign up for the free training, and you'll receive the details and an invitation to join the full class when the time is right. Or not, just do the free training, and that's cool too. So in this week's Rock Your Body Spotlight, we we meet Celeste, an ex-bikini competitor, who regained her inner smile. Check it out. Hey, Celeste. Hey. Welcome to the show. Hello. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I, I'm all right. We're recording right. this on Valentine's Day, too. So. I know. I had to I had to rook you into making sure you were my Valentine. I didn't have one, so. <laughs> <laughs> the best Valentine ever. Yes. <laughs> Well, what a way to celebrate it. Tell your story about your journey to self-love, right? <laughs> exactly. I know. And it was it was a much-needed journey, that was for sure. <laughs> yeah. So why don't we, you know, why don't we start by having you tell um tell the listeners a little bit more about about yourself, you know, what you do, where you live, what who 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 is Celeste? <laughs> okay. Um, well, I currently um I just moved to Washington state about in, it's been about six months that I'm back in Washington. I, uh, I'm a school teacher and I teach, I'm kind of a nerd. I teach math. So I I teach that subject that anyone ever asks me what I do. They all go, Oh my God, I hate math. And you get everyone's life stories of how they hate math. I love math, by the way. It was my favorite subject. So see, that's awesome. That's we were supposed to meet. Yeah. About 98% of the people I meet are like, oh, my God. So, um, but yeah, I teach uh, teach math in um, Washington. I start, I met you when I was living in Las Vegas. Um, so it's I went from lots of sunlight to I'm really, really, really missing the sun in my life at this moment. Um, the big talk here in Washington is like, oh, we've had like two days without rain, and it's 60 degrees, and people are running around in shorts. I think they're all crazy. So... 
Um, let's see. I, gosh, I mean, who am I? I love food. <laughs> a person that likes to eat. Um, I, I enjoy the small things, I guess. That's the thing. I, I mean, I met you because I moved to Vegas and I love food and I kind of lost track of who I was there for a while and didn't matter how many times I walked my dogs, I wasn't happy. So, <laughs> yeah. So why don't you talk to me about that? Talk to me about, you know, what, what it was like, um, what, what was going on in, in your life and inside your head and your heart when you, when we first, when we first connected, um, probably over six months ago now. Um, yeah, it's almost been a year actually. Um, oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I guess, I, well, before I, when I was living in, I lived in Washington before and I had, you know, gone through, you know, a horrible breakup in my life and it kind of sent me spiraling in, you know, a direction of trying to find out who I was because I had lost track of that for a while. And I basically was looking for, you know, support of women and whatnot. And I had a friend who um, competed in the bikini uh, figure bodybuilding world, if I guess that's what you would call it. And so I took that route and I basically started obsessing about what my body looked like and how I ate. And, you know, I wasn't a, I wasn't a big person to begin with in my life. Um, you know, I'm five, five, I kind of bounced between 130, 140, you know, depending on that time of the month or whatever. And if it was a holiday, but I never struggled. Like it was, I was active. I was a, an athlete, so to speak. And I just, I, I was, I just enjoyed life and I was able to do what I wanted to do. But then, you know, taking this rough journey, I, you know, lost a lot of weight after the boyfriend. And then I just started that whole self-doubt journey of, you know, if he doesn't love me, then how does anyone else love me? And then I just, I, I turned inward on myself and developed this really self-loathing relationship with my body. And even though, you know, when I was competing, I got down to like 112 pounds and I was, you know, 15% body fat, maybe, you know, and I still saw this fat girl and it, it started to, it started this extreme relationship with food where everything was just evil and bad. And, you know, I referred to everything as I'm cheating, I'm cheating. And it, it was horrible. I, you know, I just was never happy. And then, you know, everything became about my body and I moved to Las Vegas, you know, and, it is the mecca of uh, <laughs> let's look at your body. You know, it's, everything is based on your body. How much money you make down there is based on your body, what you look like. You know, even my dentist, I have great teeth. And the dentist down there was like, have you ever thought about getting veneers? And I'm like, why? So, of course, then I start questioning my smile. And I, I just I just became this ball of hatred of myself. But in the process I then started, I turned to food and I started eating and was like, well, if I'm, if I'm going to look ugly to other people, then I might as well just eat food and it's not going to matter. And I was working two jobs and I just, I went from being, I guess somewhat, you know, I looked healthy to, I just put on from the time I moved to Vegas to, you know, when I met you, I put on about 40 pounds. And at that point I was just, I was a mess. I was sad depressed. Um, I didn't know what to do with myself. And so I, I decided to um, seek nutrition because I was like, I need to find some, I need to find a balance because I don't know how to eat. 
and ended up uh, joining a, a getting you know signing up for an education program um, through Integrated Nutrition, and I met a I met a girl, um, Kayla Prince, and she uh, Kayla Prince, uh, she I met her by accident, and she does a podcast, uh, and I was. I started listening to her podcast and she started talking one day about, you know, a woman who, you know, basically you can break your scale and learn to love yourself once again and how to just, you know, kick ass in the body that you have. And I just was like, I need this woman in my life. And that was you. <laughs> so <laughs> I contacted you just like, I need help. I don't know what to do. I, I, I can't eat right. I can't look at food. I hate myself. And well, basically, I I needed help. And from what I heard you talk about on her Finding Your Hunger podcast, was I just like you're the person. You're my you're my guiding light. I need you in my life. So that's how I met you. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. I um yeah. I mean that podcast was life changing for me because. Um, it did bring, you know, yourself as well as a couple other women into into my life that I've been able to, um, you know, work with and, and maintain connection with. And also, it's what prompted me to start my own podcast. So I owe so much to Kyla. She's just an amazing woman. But um, yeah, I want to just backtrack to something, uh, just p- bits and pieces of your story. You know, you mentioned doing the the bikini competitions, and I know, I know that this, you know, just through our conversations, this was um, like a a huge kind of catalyst to furthering, you know, like this ball of hatred that you called it. But you know, why was it so important for you to to be skinny, like to be that bikini competition model at that time? Like, what did you think that was going to give you? Well, you know, like you said, you know, it all stemmed from a bad breakup and, and, it, you know, he cheated and I got to see the person he was with and I, you know, I was obviously bigger than her and I just felt, you know, your mind just does, it just does weird things, you know, and they're not intelligent whatsoever. Um, and when you're hurting, it just, you know, it doesn't make sense. You're not, you're, I mean, I guess I was kind of insane at the moment, you know, but I just wanted to, it's like, if I looked, um, a certain way, then, you know, people will love me better. And then, you know, when you, you get into this world of, you know, this, the industry of, you know, bikini competing and figure and whatnot, everything is, is focused on your body and you're in this world and everyone is thinking that way. So you think that it's normal. You think it's normal that, you know, you have to eat your six or seven times a day. And if you miss your two and a half hour to three hour um, time frame, oh my God, your body's going to fall apart. You know, you're just fed. It's almost, God, I don't even know what the right word is at the moment. Um, I guess I just drank the Kool-Aid and mm-hmm. I, I believed in it and it, and you, you become surrounded. And so you think that's the normal way of life. And then you look at other people and you're like, well, you just don't, you don't understand. And even like when my mom, my sister are looking at me like, but you're, I was agitated most of the time because I was constantly craving, you know, food. I was never, I never felt fulfilled. And I was constantly thinking of food and, they're just like, Celeste, how can you be happy when you're really kind of unhappy about everything? You know, you're unhappy about what you're eating. You're, you're, you know, you're tired. And I was like, no, I just have to do this. This is right. Because you're, you're surrounded by people that think this way Mm -hmm. and you think it's the normal. 
And then you're just like, well, obviously, you know, everyone else is just jealous because they can't have this body. And yeah, no, <laughs> everyone else is normal and they're looking at you like you're crazy. So, cause you are, you, I mean, you literally are. And the fact that, and I do, you know, and I, I jumped in so blindly, I didn't research it enough because I would see it on the magazines like oxygen and, you know, hers muscle magazine. And you're like, that is so awesome. Look at these women. And, you know, my coach at the time was like, okay, you eat this, this, and this. And then on Saturdays, uh, you can have a cheat meal and you can eat as much as you want as, you know, whatever you want, as long as you eat it within this time frame. And so I started binging and that just makes it, it makes it even worse relationship with food because then you start obsessing about what you can binge. And then I would just stuff myself and literally, you know, I went out with a person one time on my cheat meal and they're like, God, it makes me sick watching how much you eat, but you're so tiny. So obviously it works. Mm. And, you know, at the time you think, oh, that's normal. You guys are just jealous. Da, 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 da. And, you know, yeah. <laughs> looking back, I was crazy. So, and I, it, you know, the, it's, the world was such a, it's a, it's a new place and there was a lot of naive and I know there's been a lot of change in the world and that, that bikini world. And as a result of this behavior, you know, I damaged my thyroid. I damaged my adrenal glands mm-hmm. and, it, it damaged me, you yeah. know, psychologically and physically. Yeah. So, yeah. And so you mentioned, you know, that you couldn't, you, you couldn't eat right. Like you couldn't look at food, you know, but when, when you started, you know, after, after the competitions or even during the competitions, but after that time frame, you know, you gained a bunch of weight, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, give, can you give some examples of what that was, what that, what that, looked like in your life when you say like you couldn't look at food or you know you couldn't eat right like what what was how did that kind of manifest for you well it's you know it was weird because when I was doing you know in my journey it was like you need to have so much asparagus and you know asparagus is the only healthy vegetable they would you know asparagus 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 and then here I am like you're out eating with other people and we're having you know brussels sprouts I'm like well you know I wish I could have some asparagus it was like I became this trained robot that I need to eat only these foods. And if I don't eat this prescribed foods, I'm going to gain weight. And, you know, I was, I was gaining weight, but it wasn't because of the food I was eating. It was because I was so unhappy. And I was, you know, when you eat while you're unhappy, it just does something to your body. There's, you're so stressed. And I know, you know, after all this time, the whole fight or flight, man, I was in this, you know, flight mode constantly because I was so afraid of what food I should be putting in my body it was like for breakfast you're supposed to have your egg whites and your oatmeal and god forbid if I have a pancake you know (laughs) and and it just it just became all if it wasn't on the prescribed plan that I eaten before I just felt like I was cheating at all time and I would tell people I'm being bad I'm being bad yet here I am eating the food that they eat on a daily basis and so it kind of ostracized me, you know, people just didn't want to be around you because you're constantly saying, I'm being bad, I'm being bad. But then, you know, I became that person and I know, you know, you and I talked a lot about it. It was like, when someone starts to restrict, then you kind of go the other way. So I pushed, I was like, well, you know, fuck it. If I can't eat well, then I'm just going to eat like shit all the time. Mm -hmm. And I just went the complete opposite way. I was like, that's fine. I'm not, I don't care anymore because, you know, I obviously didn't eat my egg whites and oatmeal for breakfast. So, you know, this day's toast as it is. And every day became like that. 
Yeah. So, <laughs> and you know, you you mentioned you were pretty sad and depressed because you know because of of the weight gain and and obviously, um, you know, just a lot of stuff kind of going on inside your head as it relates to food. But how how did that? You know, how did that weight gain or not even just the weight gain? Because I think you and I both know it's more just kind of your mental state on about how you feel about yourself. But how did that impact your life? You know, like, do you have some examples of how that negatively affected you? Um, I stopped. I stopped living. I stopped wanting to go out. I was afraid, you know, friends would ask, like, you know, I lived in Vegas. It's there's so many wonderful shows there. There's, you know, there's clubbing. You could go dancing. You could go on just down on the strip and hang out like at the chandelier bar and watch people watch because I mean Vegas is just great to watch people, and I just I be I didn't want to go out anymore I because I was like I don't have anything to wear and you know my friends you know were the one of them she was one of my fellow competitors that you know I competed with but she she didn't have you know the negative bounce back after it she just. Well, I guess she she still it is negative. She obsesses about her food still, but she didn't go the way I did. Mm-hmm. But she, you know, she's thin, and they just look amazing in all their clothes. And I didn't have anything to wear, so I stopped going out. And then, you know, even when I would buy something to wear, I just felt so icky in my own skin. And so, I just I stopped living. I stopped wanting to. Like going to the land of the sun. Let's let's go hang out at the pool. I didn't want to go to the pool because then I'd have to wear a swimsuit. And I was afraid like when I come I, I stopped taking pictures of myself. You know, it was like if you're going to take a picture, I have to have my dog and then maybe my face in it maybe. You know, I just I just basically became a recluse because I was afraid of what I look like and that if I couldn't love myself, how, how could anyone else find me attractive? Yeah. You know, I stopped dating. I... I didn't want to date because it was like, how could anyone love me? And it just, yeah, it just, I became this, and I'm super extroverted. I love to go out. <laughs> you know, I love to be outside. I love to be with people. And I, I never left my house. So <laughs> I was uh, sad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I remember our first conversation, like, I just, I wanted to like hop on a plane and hug you. Cause I was just like, oh my gosh, this girl, you just needed so much. And uh, yeah, so anyways, let's talk about how you've kind of got to where you are today now, because you're a very different woman. <laughs> oh, I know. Well, uh, <laughs> that's, that was, I mean, that's the thing, like, one of the things you had me do is, or in one of your, I can't remember which, um, you know, module it was, but I had to go, I went, and I remember the, the big moment, aha moment for me is I actually went to the pool. Mm-hmm. And I was wearing, I wore a bathing suit and I looked around and I just looked at people and I just sat there and looked and realized, you know, I wasn't the biggest person there. And I was looking at people having fun of all different shapes and sizes and strutting their stuff in all sorts of shapes and sizes. And I was like, oh my God, what is wrong with me? I am nowhere near what I thought I was, you know? And if these women can be happy and they've got, children they've got family they have spouses they have people that love them and around them and then it was it was such a empowering module just to go do that just to go look at people and I I mean I remember bringing tears to my eyes I just it was it was (laughs) life-changing yeah how did that make you feel like what kind of you know what kind of emotions did that bring up for you I was that 
you know, it didn't matter what, how big I was, I was still the same person inside Mm -hmm. and that I could still, you know, find, uh, I could still have fun with my friends. I could still go out and that, you know, obviously people aren't judging you because of how much you weigh on a scale. Yeah. They're judging you on your smile. And I lost that inner smile. And so, of course, no one wanted to hang out with me because I was so self-loathing and I was unhappy. And when you're putting off a very negative, uh, you know, persona, people don't want to be that. I had lost the – because, you know, my nickname is Smiley. People call me Smile because I constantly have a smile on my face. I had lost that. And so that just being there, I was like, you know, I'm okay. I'm I'm okay. And if someone doesn't like me because of – you know, what I look like in a bathing suit, then fuck them. <laughs> you know, I was like, they obviously shouldn't be in my life. So it was, and I was like, oh, and then, and then I went back to the pool the next day and I wanted to go back again. And I was ready to be out. You know, I started buying, I, that was another thing I remember. It's like, you told us to purge our, purge our closet. I literally took 17 bags of clothes out of my closet. Cause every time I walked in that closet, I saw the, per, you know, this, I was constantly reminded about what I, you know, what I was Mm -hmm. and I needed to be reminded of who I am today. And so I went shopping like, you know, I went and bought some summer dresses and they fit. And that was, you know, that was one of the things we talked about was, you know, if you're constantly trying to put on clothes that don't fit, then obviously you're going to be uncomfortable because they don't fit, you know, they're tight, but find something that you does fit and then you feel amazing in it. And it was, that, that was, that was, whatever I can't remember what module that was but it was like it that one kicked me into high gear of like look at me I look amazing look at this dress it looks so cute you know <laughs> yeah I started wanted to go out again and I wanted to be around people and I was like hey it's me what's up so <laughs> yeah and how did that how did that make you feel inside oh I was I I felt confident again I was like then I you know I felt that you know, it sounds silly, but I was like, you know, men are going to look at me and they're going to want to, you know, get my number. And, <laughs> and then my friends, like, I was like, let's go out and do something. And, you know, my best friend, she was like, she was, she felt, you know, good about it. She's like, finally, you're back. I have someone to go do something with because I, I just never wanted to go do anything anymore. So it was great. I just, I felt amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, I have to say, like, I I do remember we, you know, we had a call together and you were a different, you were a different woman. It, it had been like a couple months and I just remember like talking to you and you just sounded so free. Like it was, it was the, it was like a 180 from the Celeste that, that I had spoken to, you know, months prior. And so you know what is what does that feel like for you to to get to have that baggage off your shoulders now? It feels amazing. I mean, you know, it's like I keep saying that the whole clothing thing, you know, just like the purging of all those negative things in our life, you know, even like from you learning how to not, you know, not to label food and to stop saying the bullshit like this is bad, this is evil and whatnot and like labeling foods like it became like, you know what, if I want to eat this cookie then I'm going to eat a fucking cookie. And <laughs> and the thing was, is then it became like, I'm going to eat a cookie. And it became, I only ate a cookie. Or maybe I didn't finish the cookie because I stopped putting all these restrictions on me and stopped putting all this pressure on myself. Because it, the only person who wanted to put that on, on me was myself. It, no one else was doing this to me except for me. 
And I stopped binging because then I started looking at like, well, you know, I, I can have a cookie whenever I want. I don't need to eat it, you know, eat a whole bag of them because, you know, oh my God, I might not ever get it again, you know? Mm-hmm. That whole, like, just live for the moment and appreciate who I am in my own skin. It just, it changed. And, you know, even my sister and my mom, because I, I would call them crying all the time. And, you know, God love them. They, <laughs> they didn't sign up for, like, psychotics less at that moment. But, you know, I would call them and I was, like, I was happy again. I was hiking. I wanted to go out and, you know, when you go wear exercise pants, you know, that's that's kind of putting it all out there, you know. <laughs> the, yeah. there's That's your shape. And I was like, oh, well, whatever, I'm going, I'm going. And, you know, I also have the attitude of, like, you know what, I, I have to start somewhere, like, as far as, you know, exercising again because I was afraid to even go to the gym because of what I look like and, you know, how much weight I had put on and I just became, it became freeing that I, that I wanted to be healthy again and not just live inside my house. And it was, it was life changing. I mean, just the whole having you have us purge and it purged so much negativity, just the clothes, the food, everything. And it purged the ugly person inside of me. So Oh, that's awesome. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Um, So, you know, like what, you know, what, what strategies are you, you know, are you using today that you think would be, you know, the most beneficial for other women? Um, The big thing, uh, number one strategy is stop looking at food as bad. You know, society has this, you know, there's all these innuendos and all these subliminal messages on TV, like, commercials drive me fucking crazy like you you see this it's always the women like it's the yogurt commercials that always get me you know it's like (laughs) you're craving this and you can you know they have cookies and donuts floating around and yet you can have your lemon you know key lime pie yogurt and still keep your figure and I think that's so damaging to women that we need to look at food as being bad versus good Mm -hmm. and you need to just start looking at food as what is it that's healthful? You know, what what do you like? Um, explore your options that there's, you know, there's no more good and bad and stop doing that because that that is such a slippery slope of, you know, self-hatred because then you start looking at that you're a bad person for eating bad food and you, you have to stop that. That's the number one thing is stop looking at food as, as bad or good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then another thing is just it's like you said, bust your scale up, you know, I mean, some women are not going to be able to get rid of a scale. I mean, there is a scale in my house because I have, I have a person, you know, I live with another person and they want a scale in their life. So, but you know, don't, don't look at, don't use it, you know, use your clothes as a means to judge how you feel and how sexy you are. I mean, I went, that's the thing. Like when you had to go shopping, it's just, you've, put something that's sexy on your body and then that's going to make you feel sexy. So, you know, stop judging yourself about that one number that's on a scale. Cause it doesn't mean anything. I mean, Holy crap. I mean, if you go take a shit, you're going to weigh less. And I mean, <laughs> people do that. They're like, they go to the bathroom and yeah, I know. And it's like, that's insane. Or like, I'm not going to drink a cup of water because then I'll weigh less. And it's like, okay, water equals life. And you're not going to do something that equals life because you want to let weigh less on a scale. That's insanity. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those are the two things that's big, big help is major thing, food, and then stop judging yourself on that scale. 
Can you tell me what it was like, you know, the first time you, you ate a food that you had been denying yourself for, for so long in a way that felt pleasurable? Um, yeah, I didn't even finish it. <laughs> um, normally, you know, I have this obsession and it's, it's so bad. It's because I obsessed, you know, like when I was doing my bikini competitions, like cheesecake became a cheat meal. Like I had never liked cheesecake in my life. And then all of a sudden I, you're allowed to have cheesecake and that, that had to be our cheat meal. Like you can have a regular piece of cake. You had to have cheesecake. I don't know why I drank the Kool-Aid. I did what they said. <laughs> and, you know, I just, when I had my, I went and got a piece of cheesecake cause I really wanted one and I ate like two bites and I was like. I'm full. I don't want the rest of this. It was so empowering because I used to devour that stuff and I would devour it. And I sometimes get two of them just because it was like, I have to eat this now because, you know, my next meal, I'm going to start being good. I'm going to start being good the next time I eat. And it, it tastes good. You know, the first bite, the second bite, it was like, this is a little rich. And then I was like, yeah, I don't really want the rest of this. And that was so empowering to say, I don't have to eat the rest of this. I don't need to eat it because there's going to be more of it later you know? Yeah, totally. So it was so, cause that's, you know how it is, the, the whole dieting thing, the next meal I'm starting, the next meal I'm starting. So you binge eat, you binge eat, you binge eat, and then you never start. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. And I think, I don't remember you posted something, I think it was around New Year's this year, how it was like, how it's insane how people eat crazy just so they can diet from the food that they were just stuffing in their mouth or something. Yeah, because people were saying like, I'm going to eat the chocolate in my house so I can start my sugar detox tomorrow. And I was like, why would you do that if you don't want the chocolate? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Right? But I know because when you're in that like dieters, that diet mentality, like that just seems so normal. So I'm not like, you know, I'm not shaming anyone that feels that way about it. But it's just, you know, when you actually look at it from a logical perspective, it just... Yeah, it doesn't make much sense. No, it doesn't. So, I, it, like I said, it tasted good, but it honestly didn't taste, you know, it wasn't that taste that I yearned for all that time. It was just like, oh, it's okay, and then it's kind of rich. I think I'm done, you know? Yeah, it's crazy how it loses its appeal, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what's it like for you to go out with, you know, with, with friends and, and, and family now? You know, like, what's what's your social life? How is, how is it different now? Um, well, you know, I do go out. I don't go out as often just because, and you know, back in Washington, it's not, it's not the going out town as Vegas is, you know? <laughs> um, and you know, a lot of my friends here are all married now that I'm at that, that, you know, weird stage where I'm still a single one. And um, a lot of my friends have children <laughs> and married. Yeah. So it's like, you want to go get a coffee? And then there's, you know, but there has to be a playland nearby so we can sit and watch the children play. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's great. Like, I have skinny jeans, you know. I I wear them. I wear them, and I look amazing, you know. And I've got curves, and I I dress for my body, and I'm not afraid to show it off. I don't hide under big sweatshirts or, you know bootleg jeans not that bootleg jeans are hiding but it just you know skinny jeans put it all out there you know and and uh I, I rock it I and I, I like going shopping and you know I kind of you know you realize there's some stores that don't really I shouldn't be shopping at the moment because their, their clothes don't fit as well but that means that you know I just go find a different store that has a lot more to offer and 
know, I wear my bling and it's great. I love, go I love doing it. So <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And you, I know you, like I've seen you post pictures, like stand up paddleboarding and hiking and stuff too. Like you're yeah. getting out there. Totally doing it. And it's okay. And, and a big thing too. And I know like, you know, it's our journey was, I was afraid of the gym. Like I had gone from being a competitor to spending hours and hours and hours in there to not going in there. And I seriously had major anxiety. Like I would drive to the parking lot and have a panic attack and then start crying and I would go home. I did that for, you know, a couple years. And, you know, now I'm back at the gym and I have my cute little workout pants and I like going because I always have enjoyed being active. You know, like I said before, I've always enjoyed lifting weights. I've enjoyed getting sweaty. And so even that aspect, you know, I'm, I'm back at the gym and I love it and I'm excited and I smile even though I'm not the skinniest one there by, you know, if we wanted to stand on the scale together, but darn it, I'm in there and I look amazing and I'm going to look, you know, I'll be more healthy. I'm, I can actually do squats again and not be out of breath. I can walk up a, you know, flight of stairs and not be out of breath. So it's great. That's <laughs> awesome. Know? So good. So, um, you know, as we wrap things up here, what's, you know, what's one piece of advice you'd give to other women who are going through a sim, who went through a similar experience to what you, or who are going through a similar experience to what you went through? I guess the big, the big moment is just stop and, uh, kind of survey your surroundings and look at, you know, look at the world around you and who really loves you. And, and just know that whatever you're feeling at this moment is self-imposed that no one is looking at you the, as with the hatred that you're looking at yourself with, that that is all in your head. And to, you know, you, you do need someone on that journey to, you know, to kind of kick your, you know, kick your butt, but just to, just to stop and just, I literally it's just stop and just take a, you know, look around you and, you know, even like, you know, look at your clothes and look everything and what about it is so, you know, what's so bad about it? You know, is it really going to make a big difference if you can't wear a size five, you know, size six jeans is wearing a size 12 really that bad? No, because no one else sees that label. No one else sees what's on the inside of those clothing and it's not going to matter. And so it's just, the big thing is just stop and you just got to look around and, and realize that people love you for who you are and that there are so many different people on this planet and so many different sizes and so many different shapes and if they can smile and they can love themselves, so can you. And the big step is just to stop hating, you know, just stop saying those negative things to yourself that you're fat, that no one loves you. And uh, I don't know, it's just, that was the big moment is I had to stop myself. Mm -hmm. I had to stop and I had to look at myself and I had to say that I'm okay. I think when you say I'm okay that first time and just keep saying it over and over, You'll, you'll start seeing that you really are okay. You know, this is, I mean, there's people in this world that don't have fresh water and don't even have food in their life and don't have, you know, loved ones. They're on their own. And I mean, that's something that's, well, that's something to be sad about. Mm -hmm. but just because you don't fit in a size six jeans or you don't weigh a specific number on the scale, 
that's not something to be sad about. That it's easily fixed. You just got to start by saying I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Do you feel like you've got your inner smile back? Oh, definitely. And I'm start, you know, and, and people are attracted to me again. Like I, I can talk to people in the grocery store and, you know, you, you, conversations pop up here and there. And be, I was living a very isolated life, but it was self-imposed and I got it back. I'm, I'm feeling really good about myself. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much. I just, oh, you just, you've had such a profound impact on my life. And I'm just so happy to have been a part of your journey. So, um, yeah. Oh my gosh. Awesome me to chat you? with you. I don't even know what I'd do without you. I mean, just this, this, those missions, those kick-ass missions, man, they're for real. And they're, gosh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's for real. And I, I, I encourage anyone to, you know, definitely, if they haven't done your rock, your body program, go for it. Cause you definitely learned to rock it at the end. So <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. You did the work. You did the work though. You, you know, you, you had it in you. And so, you know, I maybe give you the tools, but you were, you, you're, yeah, you're, you're an amazing person inside, inside and out. And I just want to run across the border and hug you. <laughs> no, so, so much easier. I'll have to, when I make it up to Vancouver, I'll give you a buzz. <laughs> oh, for sure. Well, thank you so much for being here today and I will talk to you soon. All right. Take care, Summer. Once again, if you like what you heard, then definitely go to rockyourbodynow.com to sign up for the free training and you'll get instant access to those free videos and missions. And when the time is right, you'll get invited to join the full nine-week Rock Your Body program where enrollment opens on Monday, March 2nd and with the program beginning Monday, March 16th. All right, rock on. Rock on.